Subwitches, Phil here. Just before we crack into this extra special episode, uh, I just want to give you a quick reminder. It is nearing our second birthday. That's right. Can you believe it? We certainly can't that we're celebrating our second birthday very, very soon of our silly little podcast all about a silly little 90s show. Uh, so, obviously, we would like your input. Uh, last year, you uh, the votes and stuff, and then we ultimately decided, uh, thanks to your votes, to do uh, Are You Afraid of the dark and we had an absolute blast doing that episode so we'd like your input once more uh, so if you have any ideas of what we could do our second birthday episode on then do get in touch via twitter at sabrina watch uh, you can get in contact uh, via facebook our sabrina the teenage watch uh, or you know if emails are still your thing then sabrina teenage watch at gmail.com is the way you can reach us what would you like us to do for our second birthday. Uh, Anyway, uh, I will remind you of the fact in the episode because I remembered it live uh, during this uh, recording. So uh, yeah, enjoy the show and let us know what you think of it. Hello and welcome to Sabrina the Teenage Watch, the podcast where three flippant, fun-loving freaks review all 163 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. My name is Phil, I am your host and guide to this wonderful stroll down this elegant, nostalgic countryside. Uh, I am not alone though, I am joined by uh, by two people very, very dear to me. Uh, first off is Christopher Evans. Yes, Chris, I'm introducing you first because something's not quite right. And the last time you did that, you caught me way off guard, so I'm prepared now, I'm prepared! <laughs> so, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thank you very much, Phil. How are you? Good. See? You, you, you were prepared, but you still gave me a really shit answer. Yeah, well, bottom line is, you know... You, I said I was prepared. I didn't say I was well prepared. Okay, okay, okay. Have, have you had a good week? Let's try and pad it out. No. Great. <laughs> Two poor answers from Chris right off the bat. Uh, so, as we said in our last uh, in our last one, that uh, Graham is off travelling. The uh, selfish bastard. Yeah. Uh, so he refused to come home because it's football. Right. He just he, he can't stay away from that uh, from hooliganism, I guess, because he's always starting fights, fires. And, and yelling matches and yelling matches yes, yes. so uh, so he is still away uh, so we were going to uh, you know we needed to get a, a special guest a very special guest for this episode to fill in such such wonderful shoes that Graham uh, does sit and stand in uh, but we had a meeting with HR didn't we Chris yeah, we they, did. they told us that we need to be more inclusive yep. um, that we you know there is a community that we're just not involving in this show basically the bottom line is this um, we've had to uh, Give Simon an extra role mm-hmm. as well. He's now officially our E and D officer. Yeah, equality and diversity, which is, it stands to reason. Obviously, we we need an E and D officer to attend those E and D meetings and uh, advise us as to what to do next. Yes, and a widening participation. He certainly did. He suggested, "Hey guys." Hear me out. This might sound crazy, but why don't you get a girl involved? To which we all laughed. <laughs> yes, but then we thought, maybe that's the best step. Uh, and it's the easy yeah. step because she lives upstairs. Joining us, making her podcasting debut, it's my wife, Faye. Hiya. Hey, babe, you okay? Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what have I let myself in for? It, it would be fun. I remember saying to you, oh, uh, Graham's not going to come back. 
do you fancy being, doing the podcast? And you outright said, no, absolutely no. not, no way. But then within 10 minutes, you'd called your mum to say, oh, I'm doing Phil's silly because little podcast. Because I said, think about it, and you said, can you think about it quickly? <laughs> yeah, but you five did. minutes. You pulled through. Mm-hmm. You might not know much about Sabrina. You've watched one episode um, I've today. I've watched one episode, but I've seen bits when you've been watching it like stopping and starting it <laughs> yes yes the the 20 minute episodes that take me I an hour and a half to write bits. up yeah yeah, it's quite funny well might as well start there what experience of Sabrina the Teenage Witch do you have because uh, if you don't mind me saying you are a little bit older than me just a tiny bit just a tiny bit just just a little bit older than me so was this part of your growing up at all did you catch any of it um, I think I was a bit too old for it I think I'm like four and a half years older than you, aren't I? So yeah, see, I mean, I wasn't going to say. But I think you... I was like just past it. I did have some friends that watched it, but I think it was on Nickelodeon. No, uh, do you know any of the characters involved? Do you know much about like I know Sabrina? Sabrina? Yeah, you do. She is a teenage witch, she's, in case you weren't sure. She's a witch. Yeah, she is. And she needs to get her witch license. She does. We told you that, didn't you? Well, I'm a bit confused about that. <laughs> because what is it? What's a witch license? So, like a driving license. But she was already doing spells at home. Uh, yeah, so like a driving license, you get a provisional license, which uh, means you can you can do it in it's with a like loophole. yeah yeah you can do it with, with, with some like with some like training wheels on it yeah exactly it's like um, <clears throat> have you seen Spider Man Homecoming no great you, you, yeah she has has oh. she it's <laughs> <laughs> obviously very memorable. <laughs> it, it's the it's the training wheels protocol. That Tony Stark puts in. Which one was to that? The, suit. the one with Spider Man and Iron Man that we saw. The oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. good that one. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yeah. yeah uh, Raven it's, review. It's funny that Spider Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called. Well, you didn't know Spider Man was called Spider Man. No. <laughs> I thought he was oh, just called Lad Who Can Swing. <laughs> Man Who Resembles Spider. <laughs> so I'll say a couple of names if you know uh, who they are. So uh, Hilda and Zelda, do you know who they are? They are the ants. They are. Yeah. And, and interesting that you say ants, I'm the only one who still says ants. Oh. Yeah, because... Aunt. Aunt. <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. how they responded when I said that. Yeah, we just, we now, we have grown accustomed and no longer take the mic however it's, it's no it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> fun fact uh, RuPaul says aunt uh, fun fact what oh fun fact um, fun fact bongos I haven't got any bongos you make them up with your mouth <laughs> no give me a vehicle of some okay. variety uh, that's what it's just being a I dick no now fun on. fact bank bell bring bring uh, RuPaul uh, says aunt <laughs> What was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> when we say fun fact, we don't have a fun fact klaxon. You're like, fun fact! <laughs> because obviously for copyright yeah. reasons, we can't use uh, music and... Uh, well, I've learned the hard way, we can't use music and special sound effects that we didn't make. So yeah. we make our own up now. Uh, yeah. Salem, do you know who Salem is? Salem's the cat. He is. He tried to end the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The world. Take over the world. Yeah, he's the cat. Yeah. Who talks, doesn't he? Like a man, because yeah, he, he once was a man or a witch. Um, we also, I mean, Faye, I mean, I'm just going to ask you a very personal question, but I already know the answer. Um, this is really weird. <laughs> speaking to you in a very professional yeah. way. Be honest, how many episodes, as my wife, my ever supportive, beautiful wife, how many episodes of this podcast have you actually listened to? I have listened to some of them. I've if got... I say a number and you say whether it's less or more than that, five. Less. 
I didn't know it was that low. I've listened to. Sorry. I love how he's like. I hope that you'd say more. Why, how many have you done? We've, this is episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> and you've listened to less than five. As my supportive wife. Um, yeah, well, thanks, babe, for your ever loving support. I have listened to about three episodes. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed them, yeah, because I had some on my iPad mm-hmm. um, that you put on when you first did it, and I used to listen to them, didn't I, when I couldn't sleep? Yeah, you didn't used to listen to them for very long, did you? Only had three. <laughs> well, I know I listened to them when I was really pregnant. Oh, you were really pregnant. Sleep, so. Okay, well, uh, before I get too upset about the uh, about the support of my wife... I'm uh, we sorry, might... were you expecting me to say more than five? <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I wasn't expecting, like, half, you know, but, you know, a few more... <laughs> At least double figures. <laughs> oh well, at the time of recording, um, we've been doing this for two years now. We've not been on air for two years, but uh, so we'll, we've got we've got a couple of weeks to decide what we want to do for our two-year anniversary. And if you've got any ideas, then do let us know. What would you like us to do for our second birthday on this podcast? Yeah. Can I just say it's been two years and seventy-five episodes since you've had to keep kicking me out of the house every Saturday, <laughs> and I have to hide upstairs and not make a noise. It's very, very true. And you couldn't even be bothered to listen to what you were putting yourself through. <laughs> you care. Okay, anyway, enough uh, enough. just tomfoolery. We might as well get into this episode. Uh, it's number 19. It's called The Big Sleep. In this number epi- 19? Yeah, it's episode 19 of season, of season three. three. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Sorry. Are you going to edit like, loads of this out? No. Yeah, but I'm going to keep the bits that you embarrass yourself on in. <laughs> If it's not too confusing, Faye, this is season three of episode 19, should be more specific, entitled The Big Sleep. In this episode, Sabrina uh, pisses off and wakes up an old family relative who curses the Spellmans with some poisonous poppies that send them all into sleep. Uh, Apart from Sabrina being a half-witch, half-mortal, she just gets a little bit drowsy. Uh, Right off the bat, first of all, uh, Chris, as a regular of the show, uh, was this episode a bit of a snooze, or was it all right? Eh, yeah, it was... uh... There was a key message, uh, actually, uh, in one of the subplots. Was it uh, don't wake up relatives? No, no, no. The key message was uh, make sure you spend time studying, kids. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Granted, it's a little bit of a subplot. It's sort of looked over. But no, I'd say entertaining, but many pitfalls. Yes. Yeah, so come to them. This episode does revolve around two things that are teaching kids, because obviously it's kids that primarily watch the show, I guess, yeah. is study, do your homework, and clean the house. Yeah. And seeing Serena does both, or one more than the other, it's a very set in a very good positive example. Uh, Faye, as a newcomer to watching this show in a studying level, uh, did you enjoy this episode? Um, I don't know what to say. Did yeah. you enjoy bits? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was funny. Yeah. Best bit? Yeah. Um... <laughs> don't ask her two hard I questions. I don't know. I think we're going to get yes and no answers. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yes and no yes. answers only from now on. Uh, obviously, it's a 22, 23 minute episode. Did it drag or was it just a pleasant, pleasant it was watch? Pleasant, an easy watch. Yes. And um, it seemed like it's one of those programs you don't have to know what's going on. So well, watch that, it. that's what I was going to ask you. Obviously, just jumping right into we're towards the end of season three. Um, did you find yourself sort of overthinking maybe like going who's that what are they doing no it's not really that important I don't think who 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 is 
Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because obviously this season is supposed to revolve primarily around the family secret. This family secret bit played in the beginning and the end and Faye even admitting, you don't really need to know anything, shows just how important this family secret has been. <laughs> oh, oh, oh uh, we will get to it, but it's the, I think it's the first episode where we've got uh, Bookend's family secret. Mm-hmm. We've got Bookend's family secret. Usually it's just at the end. So it's a, that's a good. That's a, that's improvement. Episode opens on Sabrina coming downstairs with a box of junk, including a photograph of a strange old woman. Uh, she asks her about the family remember. secret. What? I don't remember that. <laughs> it's literally the episode. right at the start. <laughs> <laughs> so the episode opens on Sabrina coming downstairs with a box of junk, including a photograph of a strange old woman. She asks her about the family secret. So the old broad tells her lots of juicy goss. However, it turns out it's just a complete stranger who rightfully screams when Salem tries to seduce her. Uh, Chris, how do you feel about Salem opening this episode on a little bit of a creepy, rapey note? <laughs> I oddly enjoyed it. Did you? Did <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, it was just that I just didn't expect it. I didn't expect Salem to be like, oh, you saucy minx. Well, I mean, obviously he was trying to hit on a woman, and as we now have a woman in the studio, in the living room uh, studio Simon's just there. Yeah, Faye um, <laughs> if, if, if Salem had tried to seduce you how would you have reacted I love cats so I wouldn't mind <laughs> even if one tried to fuck you <laughs> uh, yeah there's a lot I have a line <laughs> I mean I, most notably I have been uh, a dog has ha- tried to have sex with me I thought you were going to say a dog has had sex with you. <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest with you, it was a close call. Wait, is it a talking cat that's trying to sleep? Yeah, it's Salem specifically. Salem specific. Oh, yeah, I'd sleep with Salem. <laughs> okay. I'd rather have a cat than a dog, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dog's yeah. quite aggressive. What are the pros and cons of having sex with a cat and having sex with a dog? I can't believe my husband's asking me this. <laughs> um, I just like cats and I don't like dogs. Dogs scare me. <laughs> I think they're going to bite my face off. <laughs> okay. So, so um, a con for dogs would be too aggressive. Yes, yes. too much violence. You're like a tender lover, which is why it's I like to think you're with me. It's like that soft purring. Do you yeah. purr, Phil? Do you purr, Phil? Um, I, I, I can do if, if Not that's... Not enough. If... <laughs> <laughs> okay, d- noted. The title's role, and babe, it, every episode is uh, she uh, she dresses in a particular outfit, and then she'll say a air quotes gag revolving around it. Uh, most of the time, they're really shit. This one, I'll let you be the judge. She's dressed as a belly dancer, and she says tonight's show is full of belly laughs. I liked it. Did you enjoy yeah, it? Good pun, pun. Okay, the clothes. Okay, um, obviously Faye is clueless in regards to the standards of jokes that we've had in the past. Chris, how does this compare with uh, others of note? <clears throat> so, yeah, no, um, relevant to the costume, yeah. relevant pun, fair. Didn't reference really the episode. Yeah, I think I, gone anywhere. You know, it could have gone anywhere. We're in school where Sabrina is telling Harvey how her head is going to explode from all this reading. Uh, she's doing it in prep for the school's brain buster competition. I remember this bit. You remember this yeah. bit? Hey! Yeah. Anything in particular that made you remember? Or I must have just started watching. I <laughs> must have started making notes. Yeah. Yeah. I engaged my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I busted my brain. I'm a very busting tired my balls. parent. That's my excuse. <laughs> so am I and I'm keeping this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Got no excuse. 
so yeah, so Sabrina is busy studying for the school's brainbuster competition, but that's not the most alarming bit of news as Valerie is trying to shift some gross cheesy puff things as part of her cheerleading fundraiser. Yay to continuity that they haven't dropped yet. You forgot though, Chris, didn't you? <laughs> you say continuity that they haven't forgot yet. Yeah. We've had no <laughs> reference to Valerie being a cheerleader since episode four. Yeah. But they haven't dropped it. They, they haven't picked it up either. <laughs> but that means they haven't completely forgotten about it, so someone's still remembering. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so continuity, huzzah. Uh, back home, and the bloody neighbour has run over the Spellman trash can, and Zelda wants to avenge it. However, before she can, Hilda rocks up in a forklift truck that she bought for 75 cents at the market. Or she killed the farmer riding it and took his hat. She killed the farmer riding it and took his hat. Yeah. Yeah. But my question is, what vehicle... Does their neighbour drive to do that to a garbage can? Because hmm. that would... If you ran over a garbage can, it would not be... What size car? It's does, completely flat, isn't it? it? Does, does the neighbour have a bulldozer? A train? A tractor? What? I don't know. What? What, Phil? What? If you, you've, what? you've hit some things in your time and run over a few. <laughs> uh, what, what, what would be your ideal sort of uh, tactical vehicle to run over a trash can? Probably repeatedly by the look of that trash can. Because I've done that before, haven't I? I remember when I reversed into that car and then I reversed into it again. <laughs> in my panic. Just in case anyone from social services is listening, uh, you haven't hit anything since we've had uh, the baby in the car. Let me think. No. No, you suppose. <laughs> fake, fake. No. Fake. no. We're going to do it one more time. <laughs> Just in case social services are listening, you've not hit anything since we've had the baby in the car. That is a flat no. <laughs> No, it's a flat no, not a raised no. Just a flat no. As flat as a trash can, clearly. Uh, Zelda tells her off for buying more junk, but Hilda insists that she'll use it and tells her very nicely to just fuck off. Back in school and Sabina is still in Jordan Belfort mode as the rest of the brain busters knock back a couple of cheesy puffs. And just like that, Puff goes their kidneys as each of, the, each of her comrades, Sheldon, Maggie and Perry, all suffer immense kidney failure from the cursed snacks. Right, so my knowledge of cheese puffs is this: they are a uh, probably some form of shoe pastry or dough, mm-hmm. okay, and the cheese within them uh, is either cooked it cooked in so it tastes like cheesy dough balls, something mm-hmm. along those lines. There is not a single ingredient there that would cause kidney failure unless someone literally poisoned them with, say, I don't know. Cyanide. Because during this, Mr. Kraft is... Um, berating the, them with questions. Yeah, he's berating them questions because I guess he's the official adjudicator of this upcoming Brain Busters competition. He's horrible. Mi- oh, yeah, he's what, what's your opinion on Mr. Kraft? He's a horrible teacher. He's, he's really Well, he's a vice mean. principal. He's the VP. Yeah. He's really mean. He is really Doesn't mean. Like that where you work. I am. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Mr. Craft is uh, so Mr. Craft is the vice principal of the school. He's uh, very mean. However, we have seen a lot of really sweet, uh, gooey, soft-centered sides to him in the past. And in so he's, he's not as much as a bastard as he has been in previous yeah. series. He's um, he's he's still horrible, but he's there are like sides. He's an understanded bastard now. Yeah. He's been through some shit. Yeah. He's seen some stuff. If I told you that... Well, i say if I told you. I am going to tell you. Uh, Mr. Kraft was imprisoned by his ex-wife, who was a witch, and she tortured him uh, until he ran away to escape. And that's the reason why he's horrible. Do you still feel... Do you still feel horrible his towards ex- him? 
wife was a witch. Yes, and she imprisoned him. So does he know Sabrina's a witch? No, Sam no. Sam doesn't like her. He 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 he's unaware of the witching world. He just knows something isn't right. So he didn't, but he did know his wife was. No, a he witch. didn't know his wife. He was didn't. A witch. No. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a show about witches, but him being married to one yeah. and not knowing—that's ridiculous. Yeah. magic. Yeah, that's fine. Not knowing domestic Talking violence cat. when he sees it. <laughs> Talking cat—that's fine. <laughs> but I uh, don't. Yeah, I don't know his backstory, so I just think he's a twat. <laughs> well, Fair Mr. Craft declares Sabrina and Valerie Sweeney Todd Burkhead responsible for delivering. Not even the right reference. Unless there was human remains inside the cheesy puffs. Sweeney Todd, is he the, the hairdresser? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The demon barber Barbara. of Fleet Street. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. Sweeney Todd didn't poison anyone. Sweeney Todd slit their throats with a razor. I don't think anyone fell ill from eating pies that we know of. I think they all enjoyed them. Yeah, exactly. The They'd pies, just been lied to. Yeah, the pies themselves actually became, because it was Mrs. Mrs. Lovett. Yes, Mrs. I was going to say Mrs. Miggins, but that's Blackadder. That is Blackadder. <laughs> no, I think it's Mrs. Lovett. I think it might uh, Her pie shop ended up being one of the, the best pie shops because she was using human meat. So no one get ill off the food. and it Nobody was... get ill off the food? <laughs> no one got ill off the food. So if you were actually going to reference anything at that point, it wouldn't be Sweeney Todd. It would be... Trying to think of someone to reference. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of a murderer. I don't know any famous poisoners. Yeah, who are the famous poisoners? <laughs> and why aren't there more that we know of? Uh, but, I mean, if you're if you're um, a fan of this show and you are an avid poisoner or you want to get in the poisoning game, uh, then do let us know your um, your preferred poisoning methods and let us know how, uh, yeah, how the Cheesy Puffs could be incorporated with your poisoning techniques. I would love to yeah, know. Yeah, wait, no, I'm doing that thing that we said we should, uh, we should do every now and then when we get to this situation. Google for fuck's sake. Uh, here we go. This is uh, this is going to be a good one. I'm going to go with Phil. It's not Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. It's more like Graham Frederick Young, uh, the English serial killer who used poison to kill his victims. He was sent to Broadmoor Hospital in 1962. He was known <laughs> as the. Che- if you say if you say the cheesy puff killer, I'm going to flip my lid. <laughs> he was known. <laughs> he was known as the teacup. Poisoner, and, and later the Saint Albans Poisoner. Wow! And he was sent to Pankhurst Prison, where he died of a heart attack in 1990. Oh, the teacup poisoner! The teacup poisoner sounds cool. He was a serial killer, and he was dead. They could have just referenced him. <laughs> was he a teacup poisoner in China? Oh, oh no, he's English. Mr. Kraft declares Sabrina and Valerie Sweeney Todd Burkhead responsible for deliberately sabotaging the contest to make Kraft look bad. I thought we just agreed we were going to say Graham Frederick Young. Oh, sorry. Um, <coughs> Otherwise, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Mr. Kraft declares Sabrina and Valerie Graham Frederick Young Burkhead responsible for deliberately sabotaging the contest to make Mr. Kraft look bad. Uh, he says if she doesn't get a new team together soon, she'll see his ugly side. To which she replies, what? It gets uglier? Hey! hey uh, Sabrina... Sabrina likes to keep smiling, but no one can see me. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> we are a happy workplace. <laughs> Welcome to podcasting. <laughs> I just keep smiling. <laughs> But no one can see me, I'm like... I can see, which is nice. But all is not lost as she manages to guilt Valerie and Harvey into joining the team instead. Oh, and she manages to manipulate Libby into joining the team too. 
What about Libby's? We see Libby. She's the bitch. She is the yeah. bitch. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. now we're getting animated. Yeah, we're allowed to say bitch because it's a woman is the saying bitch. it. And it's typically a derogative term yeah. for the female sex. So, Faye, I think you can say it as much as you want in this episode. Yeah, she's the kind of girl I wouldn't have liked at school. No, yeah. no. Yeah, would she have been the kind of girl that you were at school? No, I was nice at school. Yeah. I would have been like Sabrina, but not a witch. Back home and it turns out that the bastard next door, Mr. Tobias, uh, has run over their mailbox now. But that's quickly forgotten because Sabrina wants to know if there's a spell to make Valerie and Harvey's brains less useless. It turns out there is a reachable potential spell, but she can't do it without her witch's licence, which she can't get because she doesn't know the family secret. Which is great and all, but... I was concerned about the reach your full potential spell mm-hmm. because it might be quite similar to blind ambition. Very possibly. You know, it's the reach your full potential, but it's your full potential. So it would have would have had the same effect as the blind ambition when we gave that to Harvey. And it was not, he was very ambitious, mm-hmm. but not in the area that Sabrina wanted him to be yeah. in. There's, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. it would have, I feel like it would have mirrored that. Yeah, I'd say so. And I'm glad the episode didn't take that turn. Yeah, because it would have that would have been repeating an episode from only a handful ago. Yeah, yeah. So I remember saying this reachful potential spell. Yeah, but that didn't actually happen in the episode. No, it didn't. No, that's what we're saying. I think because if... I was waiting for that to happen, I thought it was gonna happen at the end. Yeah, they did an episode similar to that a few ago, so we're glad it didn't take that direction. But yeah. Um, is that a thing that's going through all the series? Then? No. They just didn't. They just didn't bother with it. Oh. They thought they'd just drown oh, yeah, the house in like, poppies. It's the, there is this, but no. Well, it's it's <laughs> there is this spell, but they don't need it. Yeah, there is this spell, but no. That's yeah, I, th- I assumed it was going to be something that was carrying on through the series, and I just didn't. I just didn't get it, but. <laughs> Seems like, no, they just didn't bother with it. Yeah, and that's a nice theme that I'm glad you've spotted just from one episode. Is that the theme? That is is a theme of them doing things and forgetting it very quickly. Uh, Sabrina asks Salem to help her solve this issue, and he suggests speaking to her aunt, Dorma, the black sheep of the family that... It's aunt, not aunt, it's aunt. Aunt Aunt Dorma. Aunt Dorma. So uh, so Salem suggests speaking to Aunt Dorma, the black sheep of the family that nobody talks about. She gives her a call and she's pretty pissed off that she's been woken up. So Sabrina just hangs up thinking nothing of it. Downstairs and Sabrina mentions to Hilda and Zelda about Aunt Dorma and they tell her that she mustn't talk to her because she sleeps for 10 years at a time and the absolute last thing she should do on this earth is to wake her up. Shit. Oh no, it's already happened. Whatever will we do? Because Zelda got turned into a porch swing. She did, yeah. yeah swinger. Oh, she was involved in. She, well, she was. She was involved in porn before Sabrina. That's new. Aunt, Aunt Zelda. Oh, yeah. Aunt Zelda. Beth Broderick. Yeah. She yeah. was in. Was it softcore or, or just regular? You, I. I am unsure. It might just be before, regular. Before this. Yeah. Before yeah, yeah, Sabrina. Oh my God. Not before this episode. Like before. I know, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she jumped no. off set. That is scandalous. It is. Have you watched it? I've tried to follow a link, we, we, but it didn't we, take me anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Did no, you really? Yeah, we tried, but it, y- y- yeah. We were going to review like, it as a bonus episode. We were. <laughs> or rather, bonus episode. Way! 69. 69. I've seen like clips, but never the whole thing. So, cl- clips. Clips. <laughs> Careful how you pronounce that. I've okay. seen clips, uh, but never her growler. <laughs> 
Um, excuse me, there is a there is a there is a woman present in the room. Faye, how would you like the female area to be referenced as? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris kept saying <laughs> to my daughter. <laughs> Don't cut that out, please. There we go. And that that marks the first time we've said that word on this show. And it's by my wife. Oh, no. Why were you not, sp- you're not allowed to say <laughs> I don't know. Well, you've just said it twice. It's staying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, you are enjoying yourself. Yeah, that's why you're smiling. Uh, I'm getting a bit bored. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! You might not be offended, but you are offensive. <laughs> in school, and the new Brainbusters meet is a disaster, as everyone but Sabrina is a pretty stupid person. So Kraft is about to dish out some major detention, but Sabs tells him that everyone is coming over for a big revision sesh. She heads home and naturally trips over a sleeping Hilda, who is passed out holding a bunch of poppies. She takes them into the kitchen, where Zelda passes out upon seeing them. Salem tells her that other realm poppies are deadly to Spellmans. Now, the poppy. Yes. I love that they were using poppies. Why? Is it the link to opium? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, poppies are not only deadly to Spellmans, but deadly to regular people as the seeds can be harvested to make uh, heroin. Yay! Heroin! I, I really truly enjoyed the fact that fact and it's like as well as the reaction it was like they fall asleep it's like yeah. it's perfect well it's not only that they fall asleep for eternity yes. however during that eternity their uh, brains and their bodies rot I know nice touch it gets very visceral quite quickly you don't see anything visually alarming but uh, Faye uh, watching you know sitting in to watch this family uh, children orientated sitcom um, the thought of bodies and brains rotting, how did that sit with you? Yeah, I thought that was a bit dark, that. <laughs> yeah. it, it used to be on SMTV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is quite dark in the sense of, yeah, you'll fall asleep, oh, but you'll die in your sleep and it would be really gross and sticky. Also, I thought as well, an armed dormer. Isn't dormer like Spanish for sleep? It's like Latin, I think it's Latin for yeah. sleep, yeah. I just noticed that. Yeah, you did, yeah. I so, just thought it'd sound clever. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's, it translates to something to do with, yeah, sleep dorm or dormer, yeah. Yeah, so Salem tells her that she must get these uh, heroin-ridden poppies out of the house, otherwise they will sleep for eternity and uh, everything will rot. So she must get rid of them immediately. However, the whole house is covered in them and Sabrina's magical discharge has been replaced by the flower too. Oh, and the doorbell goes as well. Magical <gasps> discharge? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The magical <laughs> discharge out of the finger. <laughs> Right, okay. What? Is that what they call it? Is that no, what it's what we call it. Oh, right, okay. Is that the technical term? <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no, in, in uh, an episode called Finger Licking Flu in season two, um, Sabrina no, Suff- is that what it was yeah. called? Yeah. Finger Licking Flu? Yeah. Finger Licking Flu. So, Finger Flu can be another word for, you know. For a pussy! Yeah. <laughs> pussy! <laughs> In, yeah, sitting in the episode Finger Licking Flu, Sabrina has a magical cold, yeah, magical cold, and she sneezes out of her finger, and Graham coined the, f- the delicious phrase, uh, magical discharge, so uh, that's oh, what we refer to her magic spells Graham. as, magical discharge, Graham, glad he's not here, filthy animal, uh, so, oh yeah, and the doorbell's gone, so things are going to get a little bit more shitty, uh, she, uh, Sabrina ushers Libby, Valerie and Harvey round the back, while she asks Salem about the poppies, and it turns out that not only will they sleep for eternity, but they'll rot which is awesome if she can remove the poppies from the house she'll delay the rotting so hop or rather pop 
to its sabs. It's it's also if uh, if she's able to keep uh, Hilda and Zelda moving, that delays the process somewhat, so they're not being static. Yeah, if the 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 more still they are, the more prone to falling asleep, and obviously the more prone to falling asleep forever they are. Um, so she's got to got to come up a way just to keep them moving. Oh, to stop um, Libby, Val, and Harvey yeah, yeah, coming so into the. Libby, Valerie and Harvey go around the back and mm-hmm. they want to go into the living room but they can't. No, they can't because uh, she's like, oh, it's full of sleeping aunts, ants uh, and poppies so she uses a magical spell to uh, flood the living room. After specifically stating that she can't use her magic because it's just poppies coming out. Unless of that's finger. just she can't do magic specifically to get rid of poppies. Well, she didn't specify that. She no, said, she, she, said she, she said, oh no, I can't do magic. It's just poppies coming out. Of right. But then she does another spell, doesn't she, to get yeah. them to dance about? So uh, so she floods her own living room to prevent her friends from seeing her gradually dying aunts and confines them to the kitchen. Serena then uses an incantation to make Hilda and Zelda reenact what they're currently dreaming. A stain still will seemingly kill them. So this grim fate gets grimmer and grimmer. So uh, Hilda starts dancing. dancing. Yeah, oh yeah, she's Getting finally in Studio Fifty Four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's having a great time, and Zelda is swimming the English Channel. Yeah, swimming to Calais, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh... I'm assuming it's the English Channel. It makes the most logical sense. Mm-hmm. Sabrina starts yawning, so it's only a matter of time before she dies as well. However, as she's half mortal, the process will be a little slower. So, a lovely slow poisoning. We've got gradual Yay. rotting and gradual poisoning. It's quite dark, actually. It's very, yeah, very yeah. dark. Well, you've got to just remember what the source material was. It was an Archie comment, and it was the chilling adventures of Sabrina, and it was quite dark. <laughs> yeah, like there was an episode in this season uh, where Sabrina became addicted to pancakes, but the mm. pancakes had like a crack effect to her, so she was craving, and uh, she went a bit mad because she, she was, couldn't have pancakes. Yeah. And that was that was the darkest I think the show has been. Oh no, we did have Mr. Craft and Mrs. Craft admitting that uh, she used to uh, beat him. him. Yeah, yeah. What? So, yeah, so season yeah. three hasn't been the best consistently, but in terms of dark themes, oh, it's oh yeah, there's yeah, been yeah, a few yeah. about you know there's lots of social context, political. You just messages. wouldn't get that in a program now, no, would you? Well, no. yeah, no, it was no. No. The body's decaying and rotting. <laughs> it's all right, as long as they dance, it's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, uh, Serena consults the magic book for help, and Salem smashes his wet balloons across her backside to keep her awake. What was Salem doing? Who was Tobias? Tobias is the neighbour. Um, that flattened what, the... That flattened the trash can. Oh, right, it's not another cat. No, no, oh, no. Okay. It's, an actual, it's a human, so it's right. Salem. Well, we're led to believe... I'm assuming it's a yeah, human. but yeah. To to answer your question in in this situation, yeah, he's he's battling with Tobias, who might be a priest. Maybe he's got stained glass windows. Oh no no no! It's just in those uh, houses the the stained glass windows would have been. All oh, right, okay. So know. there's no sort of sort of Cause, satanic. Uh, no no no! The Spellman household has got stained glass windows. Continued beef. No, no, it's just brand new beef, brand new fresh beef. beef. Just fresh because beef. of the mailbox, yeah, uh, and the, the trash can. He's that out. Basically, got the mailbox. <laughs> Basically, they need. But she fixed it. They need something for Salem to and do. Zelda and Hilda to to reference at the end. Yeah, a lot of these episodes have got great proper plots, maybe some good subplots, but then there seems to be one really pointless thing that's just for a character to do something. Yeah, and I I did particularly like this one because it just shows Salem's just. 
pure evil. It's like, <laughs> I'm just going to get all the water balloons! Well, that's what he, he stole Zelda's uh, credit card and bought yeah. like a, a... So that's fraud straight away. A big catapult. And it catapult. came straight away hey. in the parcel as well, I noticed. Oh yeah, he received from, his... I'm, I'm going to assume it's from the other, yeah, other a- realm. Yeah, Abercrombie and Witch. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Abercrombie and Witch, so it was the other realm, so it just... It wasn't Amazon Prime. Though. <laughs> Amazon Now, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Amazon Now. Um, but no, it was. Uh, yeah, it just came through the um, the other realm. Ah, uh, see, I didn't know that. No. I just thought, how quick did he get that package? Yeah. So, so he's bought himself a a catapult, which he's using like a medieval style super one uh, that just fires water balloons, I guess, at a dangerous uh, veracity. Uh, and yeah, he just soaks Sabrina's uh, bottom as she's about to go to sleep to wake her up and to perk her up so she can find a solution to the poppy problem. Uh, and she finds the poppy cleanup crew, which is one of my favourite cleanup crews I've ever seen. They're just goats. It's a herd of goats. <laughs> that was funny, that. Yeah. It's funny. the fact that it just yeah. cuts from her going, oh, uh, just press this button and they'll appear. And then just downstairs, there's a shepherd and a dozen goats just nibbling away. Or oh, one of them, sorry, is dancing with yeah. Hilda. One of them's dancing with Hilda. Yeah. Uh, she thinks it's Andy Warhol. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh... That Zelda's all over the show, isn't oh, she? Oh, she, she's dreaming about that, that ye old uh, nightmare that she's about to give a presentation in front of a, oh, yeah. uh, an, an auditorium full of people. Oh, yeah. And, Where's and, my pants? And Where's she, my pants? she can't find a bloody pants, can she? Can't she can't do it, no. <laughs> and Willa fucking shows up and he's like, What's going on? You need to take some time for Zelda. And it's like, My pants! My pants! I can't find my pants! Yeah. You're wearing so, your pants. So Mr. Kraft comes in and he witnesses the room full of poppies, uh, the goats, but the only thing he's really concerned about is Zelda slowly losing her mind. Why did he just walk in the house? I it's don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 quite understandable for Mr. Kraft. Mr. Kraft is dating Zelda. Yeah. That's one thing you don't really get from here, but he's... he's oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's boyfriends with Zelda. Oh. Then we still shouldn't just walk in. He shouldn't. He should no, knock. Right. Yeah. He should knock. Yeah, he did live there for a spell, but uh, not right. for Hang on, he doesn't. He doesn't know the witch realm exists. His ex-wife was a witch, and now he's dating another witch. Yeah, and he doesn't know. I think he's got a type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, got a type. Definitely got a type. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, I've got a type. All of my uh, partners and now my wife are unsupportive of my audio uh, progressions. Oh, no, I'm very supportive. I share stuff on Twitter. You do, don't you? I it, like everything. I retweet it. She fucks off every time we record. That's very true. That yeah. is being supportive. She do. I'm even trying to trying to help do your podcast. <laughs> you are, and I Not greatly doing a very appreciate good job. it. You're doing a hilarious job. Thank <laughs> what do you, you think of Harvey? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while Zelda is dancing with Andy Warhol and Zelda is stressing about a lecture and her missing pants, the goats are nibbling away and Mr. Craft is chewing Sabrina's ear off. Eventually, though, everybody shoes because uh, the shepherd's like, come on, guys, uh, let's take five. Because there's a goat union. Of course, there's a goat union. There's, got there's to a be. union for everything in the nineties. And they were full as well, weren't they? They were. They've been to a big garbage heap, full. haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Why would you take goats to a garbage heap? I mean, surely that's just not on. I don't know. Maybe the garbage heap was plagued with like a swarm of car- magical carrier bags. Would the goats? Be why? High? Wait, whoa, whoa, why would the goats be eating carrier bags? Maybe. Why would the goats be high? Because you said there's like the drugs in poppies. Maybe that's why they had to take five. Whenever it's a poppy job, they have to have regular break- breaks to digest yeah. the, the. Maybe the goats eat all the poppies 
Then the shepherd harvests the goat shit. And then it seeds through goat shit like they do with the coffee and monkey poo. Yeah, and he just boils up that poo, baby, and there we go. He gets high as a cat. (laughs) Yeah, that could be a thing. Because you've all heard of that ridiculously expensive coffee, which is... um, I can't remember. Heroin? No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, genuinely, this is a genuine coffee that is ridiculously expensive. Obviously, you've got your coffee bean, you get your part of what happens is the monkeys in the local area feast on the coffee bean plants, eat them, and then then they shit them out, and people harvest the beans from the shit. Really? And turn it into coffee, and apparently it's supposed to be one of those prestigious things. Get a jar from Aldi. <laughs> Get a fucking jar, you ponzi prick. Let's get Go some fucking instant coffee, what are you doing? monkey shit. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, it's a thing. Uh, the brain busters are getting annoyed at Sabrina's lack of interest and help, and that ain't going to change soon, because guys, we get a drowsy housework montage. Yay! Montage! But yeah, she's operating heavy machinery while under the influence of heroin. Oh my god. Which is very yeah. dangerous. That you should not <laughs> operate machinery when when drowsy. Sabrina stays up all night, but it was worth it because all the poppies are gone. That's right, and Libby... Valerie and Harvey have been there all night studying as well. So it's been. I a... thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, they. Actually, yeah. I thought it was weird that they stayed in the house all night studying. And they slept in the kitchen because they came out of the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Did they I just fall confused. asleep in the kitchen where they were? Yeah. They... I thought they were just waiting around for Sabrina and they'd just been there all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be weird. It was planned sleepover, that's okay. Yeah, yeah planned yeah. revision sleepover. But then Sabrina all drowsy and stuff and all crazy the next day but they're fine yeah they went to sleep oh, in yeah, the kitchen possible well, yeah it's still not comfy though is it's, it? and it's still weird nice still not normal got a good quality sleep in the kitchen <laughs> yeah. good couple of hours tops uh, so yeah so Sabrina stayed up all night but then as quick as you can say fuck you and your poppies aren't dormer they're back Sabrina is exhausted and hysterical from not sleeping been there haven't we babe <laughs> <laughs> oh yes so basically Sabrina's acting like a new parent <laughs> Just with less heroin. But she can't sleep now because it's Brain Buster Quiz. Don't have kids, people. No, it's what you should say is have kids responsibly. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, when someone tells me they're pregnant now, I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I mean, we were were thinking about getting a parenting podcast uh, up and running. Uh, We might still do it, but... Well, we we were planning on doing it like while I was still pregnant and we just never got around to it. Yeah. Because I was always either just throwing up or asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was under the working title based on a a legitimate Google search that you uh, did. (laughs) whilst exhausted what was it (laughs) it's a a legitimate google search i forgot i'd I'd googled it until it came up in my search history i'd googled can babies die from crying (laughs) 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 i must have been so sleep deprived can babies (laughs) die from crying and that was going to be the name of our podcast (laughs) not stop crying <laughs> just cry yourself to death at said brainbuster quiz Sabrina's profound giggling and blurting out nonsense fails to score them any points however once she maniacally realises that snow kills poppies she falls asleep knowing her aunts will eventually defrost and return to normal when it snows indoors during Sabrina's coma Harvey, Valerie and Libby managed to win the brainbusters quiz all because of that confidence they had in themselves 
and that really helpful study yeah. session. Yeah, yeah, that's the bit. That's the message I want to focus on. Do your work, kids. Study, revise, put the effort in, and you can do anything you want to do, including winning the Brain Busters from being 50 points behind. But yeah, so it just needs... If you have confidence in yourself and you dedicate yourself to putting all the work in, kids, you can do anything, especially Brain Buster quizzes. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Cheat, cheat wherever possible. That's how you do it. Cheat at life. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Kraft tells the kids that they have to come round to his house if they want to see the trophy because he's uh, just yeah. taking it for himself. He's yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. won, I won. He's like, uh, no, I, uh, uh, as the adjudicator, I should be neutral. I won, I won, I bloody well won. Back home and under the floor is caked in snow, although his poppy seeds have been grinded, as Hilda and Zelda are back to normal-ish health. Sabrina, on the other hand, is comatosed and gets tossed onto the couch, while Zelda is tossed in a jail cell for threatening the next-door neighbour, because uh, the police officer comes round uh, and says... It's basically to do with the water balloon catapult, and because it was bought using Zelda's credit card, uh, she's going to spend a night in the slammer. In mortal jail. Yeah. All because Salem decided to start a war he couldn't win. And this episode comes to a very, very chilling uh, close as uh, Ken, Sean Lafton, plays a uh, an officer creepy and chills us right to our very soul. Yeah. Was he Was he in this episode? He was the police officer. He was just right at the end. Oh. Just, he just he wasn't playing he's Ken. Ken. He yeah. wasn't. Yeah. He, he. We know him as creepy Ken, but he wasn't playing creepy Ken. He's playing Officer Creepy. You, you might be surprised to hear this, but, I mean, the amount of stuff you've heard so far. Um, they have hired a lot of ex-porn stars to play various yeah. roles. Why? What's with this? It's yeah. the Lynx, isn't it? She's got she's got contacts. <laughs> she, I think you're about the deodorant. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah she, she's got a few friends in the biz. Yeah, there's been a few former porn stars or erotic actors playing firemen. Or someone was just playing somebody in a pair of trunks. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> And how do you know this? Did you just Google it? We Google for fuck's yeah. sake, yeah, and we, we IMDb Google. for yeah, fuck's yeah, sake yeah, as well. Yeah, IMDb as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of them have been in uh, various porn outlets, which is uh, sexy what... to say the least. And this is for kids. <laughs> yeah, but I very much doubt kids are sat there just going, oh my god, that is uh, Ken Dewsbury there. He's got a massive wang. <laughs> Might have done if they were on the dad's laptop. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 90s, remember? <laughs> the credits roll, and as punishment for his violent behaviour, Salem has been cleaning a shitload of toilets. But that's not the most apologetic animal we get, as Aunt Dorma rocks up, who is literally a black sheep. Actually, I think you'll yeah. find that it's a black ram. It was a ram, yeah. It was a ram. I didn't notice that. No, I well. just accepted it as a sheep. <laughs> so, Faye, as casually watching it, did you enjoy the uh, literal joke of her being the black sheep of the I family? I did, yeah. I thought it was funny, yeah. Did it come to a, uh, a delightful close for you? Yeah, I like that. It was a good way to close it. It was. Of course, it's, t- technically it was a ram, but it was, it was fine. It appealed to my simple mind. It did, very much so. Uh, just Aww. like me. <laughs> uh, so uh, Aunt Dorma apologises, but thanks Sabrina for waking her up, as it turns out she almost set herself on fire. Cool. What? She, uh, it turns out Aunt Dorma left the oven on, and if she'd carried on sleeping, she would have burnt to death. So we've had slow poisoning and slow burning. Um, oh, she reveals a clue to the family secret. Now, you might have forgotten, because it's been a common theme with most of these episodes that revolve around family secret, that um, they are shoehorned in right at the end. But no, this is the thing. Right at the start of the season, I was 
dead excited about having an overarching story for the entire season. Because we enjoyed season two's, which was yeah. the witch's license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I was like, yes, but every time it's just shoehorned in. This time we get birds. We just get a fuck ton of birds. A fuck ton of birds. Exotic birds. They're all fucking parrots and cockatoos. Yeah, and we brought one of them into the studio today. Hey! Well, there we go. That is episode 19 of season three, entitled The Big Sleep. Uh, Talking over it again, um, was it a particularly enjoyable episode? Is it one that you will remember fondly, Chris? You were right there, Faye. Yeah, I, was just, I didn't yeah. even ask Chris. I was just going to chip in. Well, I'm going to ask you yeah. after this. Oh, right. Okay, is so. that yeah. what you do? Okay. Yeah. You, you, you would know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you would know the formality that we have on the uh, show. Um, it was It was good. There was some good jokes. Uh, pissed off about the shoehorn family secret mm-hmm. again, uh, especially with reference to it right at the beginning. Loved all the little side plots. Wonderful message coming across. And, yeah, very... Uh, not very entertaining. I'd go with somewhat to mildly entertaining. Nice. Um, Faye, what about you? What did you think of this episode? Is it one that you think you'll remember? Well, yeah, because I'm not going to watch anymore, am I? <laughs> well, did this not encourage you to potentially watch anymore? Um, yeah, I thought it was very enjoyable. It was funny. I didn't need to know the background of anything to enjoy it. And I may listen to your podcast. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> but obviously we've heard what uh, briefly what Chris thought. We've heard briefly what Faye thought. And uh, you're not going to hear what I think because I just copy what they say. What does Graham think? So uh, Graham has watched the episode. And he is, yes, and he is, uh, he's recorded a, a little review, a summary of what he thinks. What we're going to do is, because I've not got it right now, because he's not sent it me yet, oh. uh, what we're going to do is we're going introdu- to introduce him, then we're going to stay silent for a couple of seconds, and then we're going to return and, and thank him for all his effort. So, Graham, what did you think of this episode? Hello, chaps, and hello, listeners. Uh, my promotional tour on behalf of the podcast is going very well. I've uh, visited uh, multiple uh, isolated corners of the UK to make sure that just about everybody knows uh, what a wonderful uh, auditory experience we provide. Um, what wasn't so wonderful, at least I didn't think, was this episode. Um, it was a bit... I don't know, a bit bland, but then again, we did actually have some family secret uh, progress, which uh, did please me. But aside from that, I mean, you know, things we usually rely on to be fantastic, like uh, Salem subplots. I wasn't really into this one. I only really perked up at the end when uh, Sabrina went a bit uh, gaga, to be honest. But yeah, it was a, it was a decent enough episode. Family secret progress was good. Uh, Mr. Craft being an obviously biased uh, quizmaster was good. You guys have probably picked up on some of these because you are uh, very, uh, very observant folks. But um, first of all, they released a old woman from the 1900s just out into the world at the start of the episode and didn't really bat an eye. Sweeney Todd didn't poison anybody. Uh, the transitions of the crush stuff um, were brilliant as ever, and the uh, poppies coming out of Sabrina's fingers weren't. And also, what the fuck is with those poppies? Poppies are red and black in the middle. Why is everything different in America? It's like the eggs being white. Um, the Abercrombie and Witch joke was the first time I've noticed a audience member groan in response to uh, a gag. And Salem is a cat, and at the end the kitchen is full of birds, and he's completely chill about the whole thing, which uh, isn't a very accurate portrayal of feline behaviour. And also goats are unionised, uh, so um, I want to express solidarity with our horny comrades. 
This is a very strange and awkward thing, uh, watching Sabrina by myself. Possibly tempered my uh, thoughts on the episode. Maybe I would have been a bit more uh, positive had I actually had the usual uh, wonderful company, and more to the point, wonderful bacon and coffee, uh, accompanying my viewing experience as per usual. Well, uh, this may be the only one of these I do, or it could be the first of several. Uh, it all depends on uh, how the cards fall. But for now, uh, Graham Riley, Sabrina the Teenage Watch, West Yorkshire. Oh, it's great to hear Graham as always. Graham, absolutely <laughs> fantastic take on that. Thank you so much, yeah, man. F- Faye, do you, uh, do you agree with some of Graham's comments? Graham, please come back so I don't have to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, babe. This is the very end of it because at the end of each episode, we like to review uh, the episode that we've just watched on a certain amount of criteria. Um, in similar fashion to uh, to Robot Wars. Do you remember Robot Wars? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so the episodes of Robot Wars were always um, were always reviewed in style, control, damage, and aggression. Aggression. And each episode of Sabrina is reviewed in magic, wit, creativity, and progression. Oh, okay. So, uh, so first of all, magic. Uh, Faye is a newcomer. How magical would you say this episode Scale was? Scale of one to five. Oh, so I have to actually score a bit, like yeah. five stars. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so in terms of some, a show that's supposed to revolve around the use of magic and creating um, a magical realm, how much did that impact you? Um, there wasn't a lot of magic, actually. Well, because you couldn't do any. Yeah, because true. Copies, so... Two. Two. Two magical stars. Two magical stars. Uh, Chris, do you agree? Um, well, actually, mm. Mm. the poppies themselves mm. were magical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the way that they came, the fact that um, we had context, the wider context of uh, what spells she can and can't do with and without the witch's license, and we had reference to the magic book, even though it turned out that the the poppy begone were just regular goats. It was still mm. funny. That yeah, was still funny. Yeah, actually, yeah. So like you pointed out, there was quite a lot I, of magic. But nothing spectacular about mm. it, so I'm going to go with a three. I was expecting spells, spells, spells. <laughs> yes, you were. Spells, 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 spells. <laughs> boats, boats, boats. However, uh... <laughs> so yeah, I, I'd say three. What about uh, wit? Sort of how funny... Seeing this is a situational comedy, how funny is this episode? Well, considering at the top we had the mirror gag of it's full of belly laughs, mm-hmm. it teed it up to be something absolutely spectacular. I chuckled maybe a handful of yeah. times and and two of those might have been a snigger. Yeah, were you, were you uh, expecting gags, gags, gags? Well, yeah, because, well... <laughs> There wasn't any belly laughs. No. But if they didn't have that bit in it, you wouldn't have had that high expectations, would you? Mm, so, very true. I thought it was quite funny. My favourite bit was at the end where Libby opens the door. Oh, yeah, we did touch on that. Yeah. dancing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aunt Hilda and Zelda are still asleep dancing in the closet. That was funny. I forgot yeah. to mention that. Uh, I thought the black sheep um, reveal was, was pretty funny. Uh, but again, pretty... I'm not too sure... Um, I've got nothing to compare it with, so I just thought it was funny. Yeah, well, that, that's what we want. So what would you give it out of five, then? Uh, four. I was going to go with three. And you know what? I will I will go with you. Maybe I was a little harsh. Yeah. I'd say three. We're meeting in the middle, so we've got three for wit. Uh, creativity. On the other hand, yeah, I think it was a pretty creative episode. It was, yeah. We were many moving parts uh, from uh, the, the Salem storyline about the battle between the two houses uh, with... Uh, Aunt Dorma, new um, sort of family member, the 
creativity around the, the fact that she is the black sheep, the poppies, the poison, the goats, the, the goats, the book, everyone's involved, the brain buster challenge. So in terms of create creativity and interweaving it all, they did really quite well. Yeah. And I enjoyed it somewhat. Yes. What would you say? I'd say a four based on that. I was thinking four. I'm going to agree with you both on this one because I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So four for creativity. Finally, say it with me. Progression. progression. Uh, so how, in terms of a, an episode that's supposed to be part of an overall story arc, how did this episode uh, progress the season and the show? Okay. I think just because they promised a family secret, we were expecting one and we got one. That, that gives them one point, and yeah. them winning a trophy gets them two points. Yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say delivering a positive message that yeah. will progress the generation of children watching. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it, I'd say it is very deep. This know, podcast yeah, yeah. goes deep. We, we, we do go deep, especially yeah. on episode 69. Going deep. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, It'd be so funny if it is. It'd be so funny if it isn't episode 69. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I only think it is. Um, oh, crap. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say a two for progression. Yeah, I'm happy with two. Um, I don't know. So, you would say. Two. Nice. Yes. Well, because I can't say across no. the series, but as an episode. It didn't progress very well because there was that whole thing at the start where she was going to do the, that spell and she didn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly. a very valid point. That yeah. didn't progress. So three for magic, three for wit, four for creativity and two for progression. So Chris, the magical calculator in human form, what does that give us? Gives us 12, Phil. 12 out of 20. So again, that's about average. average. Yeah. That's our average mark that we tend to get. So mm. an episode worth watching. Um, yeah, yeah, it's bang average. Yeah, it achieves yeah. what it sets out to do. And uh, Fate as a newcomer, is it an episode that you'd happily recommend someone to watch? Um, yeah, I would yeah. Yeah, oh, thank I you. I think I would. Yeah, oh, good. You think you would? You've gone. You went very quickly from oh yes, I would to I think I would in a matter of seconds. You know what? There's... I would. I would recommend. <laughs> thank it. you. You know what? It's so there's sometimes just before Faye speaks and it makes it seem like she's reading a placard from behind your head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It does. Doesn't... Would you like to know the name of our next episode? Yes, Philip. I would. I'm sure you would as well, Faye, because you may be presenting it with us. Um, <laughs> what 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 we do now is he tells us the title and we have to guess the story and plot line. Okay. Of it. Guess what okay. you think it's going to be what about. Might it be? Uh, episode 20 of season 3 is entitled Sabrina's Pen Pal. What do you think this episode is about? Uh, magical letters? Maybe. Is that enough? Yeah. 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 That's enough to say. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to go uh, something more complicated than that. Um, Sabrina's Pen Pal is part of her way of getting a witch's license and she has to create a, uh, a friend in the other realm who ends up coming to the house and just causing havoc. Okay, okay, well... How did you come uh, up with that? Just off the top of the yeah. yeah, that's what I do. so damn creative. That's what I do. Just magical letters. <laughs> yeah, just magical letters. When you said, is this enough? I politely said yes, but really, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so episode 20 of season three, uh, Sabrina's pen pal. Sabrina learns that her terribly shy and wonderfully friendly pen pal from the other realm is nothing but a dirty, rotten jewel thief. 
That's what I was going to say. It was it? Well, you should have. Was it, was it said magical it. letters and a dual three? Thing? Yeah, you just didn't give me enough time to think. Oh, is That's that what, what it is? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I would like to thank uh, from the bottom of my heart my wonderful wife Faith for taking time out that she would normally spend elsewhere uh, because I've kicked her out of the house for just sitting with us and watching an episode of Sabrina and talking about it. I know you really weren't sure about it, but I've really enjoyed you being on the show. Kick me mother-in-law out. <laughs> me mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law. <laughs> She's your mum. So, yeah, so instead of you, yeah, we've kicked out uh, Nana Kim to go and look after Josie for a little bit. But no, I, I, thank you very much, Faye. I started to enjoy you halfway through. And then you got bored because you told us. I was getting a bit tired, yeah, but I'm always tired. <laughs> you are always tired because yeah, we're parents, are But then I perked up again. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And I'd also like to thank uh, my wonderful friend and uh, loyal member of this podcasting team, unlike Graham. Uh, it's Mr. Chris Evans. Thank you very much, Chris. No problem, Phil. Thank you very much, Faye. It actually has been a delight. I don't. Uh, it's been hilarious. <laughs> I'm really sorry. It's, it's been <laughs> hilarious. Been, you, been useless. No, you've been really no, you fun. I think I've done one now, so the next one I'll be a bit more, yeah. bit more into bit more it. On there you go. Yeah. You've heard it, folks. She is willing to do another one, so we've booked it. In next episode, yeah. episode 21, will uh, involve myself, Christopher Evans, and uh, Faye Let's Dean. check with Nana first, though. Oh, yeah, she'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> she'll be well up for it. Uh, so, uh, there are a few ways that you can get in touch with the show. Uh, first of all, via Twitter. Chris, how can they get in touch via Twitter? At Sabrina Watch. Yes, we are at Sabrina Watch. Uh, if you go on Facebook, you can find us, even though we don't post on there. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, we've got the page. It's uh, Sabrina the Teenage Watch. Uh, you can also email us if that's your kind of bag. Uh, at Sabrina the Teenage Watch at gmail.com. And uh, the biggest ways, there are two big ways that you can help uh, our show. First of all, if you go to iTunes and give us a lovely five star review, then the more reviews we get, uh, bet good reviews at that as well, uh, then uh, you know the better chance we've got of being noticed by other people, and our show can get into more pairs of ears. And also, we do. Oh, it's nice, thank you, babe. And also, uh, if you would like to donate anything towards our show, we've we've uh, recently upgraded the kit, uh, but obviously still costs to to host the show. We don't ask for anything in return. However, if you would like to donate, then please go to our website, which is www.coffee. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Sabrina the Teenage Watch. And just leave the equivalent of a cup of coffee, or the equivalent of several cups of coffee, on there. Well, the last part that you need to be involved with, Faye, before you can be relieved of these podcasting duties and get back to being a lovely mummy, we all like to say the uh, the farewell catchphrase, which is, may every little thing you do be magic. Be magic. So may I say, every... so so I say says, may every little oh. thing you do... And then we all say, be, be magic. magic. Yeah. Okay, okay, got it. So, uh, so I'd like to thank uh, Faye and Chris and myself, Phil Dean, for hosting this wonderful show. Thank myself. <laughs> well, I have to, but no, you two aren't. I did say thank you, Phil. But in response of me thanking you. And I thanked you. Okay. Fine. And that's how you thank, thank you. Thank you, darling, you. for dragging me into this. <laughs> Bringing this into my home. Well, uh, uh, shut up, we've got to end it now. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, we're near the end. Finish this final hurdle. Uh, so thank you to you for listening, and may every little thing you do... Be magic. magic. I said that a bit crap. Yeah, you did. You just went, magic. Magic. <laughs> I really magic. Did. I really did. <laughs>